We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. March or Die show today. Glad to have you with me and looking forward to a great conversation with my guest. But before we jump into that, uh, again, if you are watching or listening, thank you for joining us. Always great to include you in the conversation. And uh, I know many of you are listening over at Mojo 50 Radio. Thank you for doing that. Love our audience there and very grateful that you would participate. If you're listening to the podcast version of this show, thank you for doing that. Make sure that you subscribe to the uh, podcast platform that you're listening from so that you know when this show continues to come online just about every Saturday. Sometimes it's Friday night, but just about every Saturday morning. Uh, and certainly by mid-Saturday morning, you'll have this in your uh, or on your platform. So make sure you are subscribed to that. And then take some time to jump over to YouTube. A lot of things you have to do even before we get into our conversation. Jump over to YouTube. Uh, look for my name, Jeremy Stallnecker. You'll find me there. You'll find my channel. Subscribe to that if you have not. Hit the notification bell. That would be awesome. And uh, this content and other content just like it is there. And I say this as often as I can, but I do this to provide content for you, resources that you can use in your own life personally, and I hope that you do, but also content that you can share out to help others. And uh, that would be awesome. The name of this show, as you know, if you follow along, is March or Die. And uh, there's a great story that goes along with that. You can go back to episode one or two where I talk about March or Die and I tell that story. But really we understand that in life, Obstacles will come, trials will come, difficulties will come, and if you think they won't, then you haven't been along very, uh, alive very long. It's going to happen. Uh, and when, when they do, we really only have two choices. We think that we have a lot of choices, a lot of decisions to make, a lot of things that we need to figure out. There may be a lot of nuance to what you do, but really it boils down to one of two choices. Will you stay where you are and die? And hopefully not physically, although we know there are many, particularly in the veteran community, that take their lives but that's not what I'm talking about. There is another kind of death. There's the emotional death and relational and spiritual. That, that thing where people look at you and they feel like you are doing fine, but on the inside you know you've just decided to give up. Life got too hard. The obstacles were too big. Whatever the case, you just decided not to go on. You can decide to do that if you want to. That's death. Or you can march, putting one foot in front of the other, getting to the place where you can better deal with whatever enemy you're dealing with, and hopefully on the other side of that come out on top. That is march or die. And every week we talk about principles for moving forward when you feel like your world is falling apart, to make the right decision, to have the tools you need to do that. And uh, really excited to have uh, my guest on today uh, with me. Charles Dow is here, and uh, Charles has uh, been a friend for a while. In fact, we rent space together in the same building. Um, and uh, there are not a lot of people that I allow to influence my family. I'm, I'm very careful about who has influence over my family. Um, I have interviewed on this show, and if you've watched this show or listened to this show, uh, Tom Cronin, Tom's Cronin was on our show. Um, he's one of the people that influences my family and has influenced my kids uh, for a number of years. The other one is Charles. 
it's a very small group of people. I'm privileged uh, to uh, first off be here with you today, Jeremy, but uh, also am uh, honored to be able to have that opportunity to play an impact on your immediate family, yeah. and they're amazing. So well, I, uh, I get that in return from them as well. So thanks for holding man, me I mean, accountable. My wife is uh, trains with you. Uh, my kids. Three of my kids, not four. I'll get the fourth yeah. one in there eventually. Yeah. But uh, three of them three for of sure. Them. Um, and uh, it's awesome. What you do and how you do it and your approach to it is is uh, incredible, which is why I wanted to talk to you. Um, we talk about march or die. We talk about pushing forward. We talk about all these things. There is a, as I mentioned, a spiritual component, emotional, relational. There's that, kind of the non-tangible. We can't put our hands on it. Then there's the physical part of it. And you live in that physical part. But you've got a great story, and I think that really speaks to who you are uh, as a human being, how you approach other people, how you train and mentor others. So let's start there. Um, let's start with your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up uh, you know, doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, so uh, you know what? I'm, I'm the owner of Icon uh, Fitness Studio out here in Marietta. We, uh, when I graduated uh, Cal State Fullerton in 03, had a job opportunity to move out here to Marietta yeah. and uh, went ahead and did that. I deferred uh, my doctorate program. From APU, but I uh, decided that you know what, this is going to be my avenue that uh, I'm going to pursue. Yeah. Um, not really knowing what's going to happen, you know, at that right. age and right. freshly out of college, I was like, all right. All I know is I do want to enhance somebody, as many people's lives as possible right. in the fitness space. Yeah. Uh, how I was going to do that wasn't quite sure. Right. So, um, you know, after uh, growing up being an athlete and uh, wanted to kind of put everything together and, yeah. you know. Hence, Icon was formed. Yeah, and you you haven't always owned Icon. I mean, you've worked for other people in the past. What what caused you to make that transition to moving into your own place? Um, I mean, owning a business is difficult at any time. It's certainly been difficult right. over the last couple of years, and yet you leaned into it. You're building a great business. Um, Why did you decide to go that route instead of working for other people? So you know what? I, I initially started in physical therapy. Went that route. Wasn't quite for me. Fell in love with the athletic performance aspect yeah. of it. Um, had the job opportunity to work with a couple uh, corporate gyms, decided to venture off, do my own deal. Just, uh, you know, for me, I, I wanted to throw my own little spin on it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be more impactful, uh, more hands-on, create relationships, be more entrenched, kind of like, you know, side-by-side side yeah, with, with all of our members. Uh, for me, it's very important to know all of our members, their families, what they're involved in, um, you know, and, and that way I can go deeper. Yeah. Right. I'm not just right. superficially contacting right. people and like, oh, hey, Joe Schmo, but <laughs> right. like you said, yeah. I, I, you know, we work with your entire family yeah. for a reason. Right. And that, to me, speaks volumes because from there now I'm impacting not only your family and then yeah. their friends yeah. and their community. And so that, that's, that's what holds dear to my heart. It, you, you have an interesting, um, I think, gem because... You know, a lot of gyms are, are kind of focused on maybe the masses, right? As many people as I can get in here and and uh, whatever their fitness level is, that's fine. I'll work with them. That's what I do. Others are very focused on professional athletes and even semi-professional athletes, college students, that kind of thing. Um, you work with the entire spectrum. Uh, in fact, I think you have a really unique connection to um, the dirt biking community, yeah. uh, whether it's supercross or motocross, and a lot of very high-level athletes there. Uh, you work with with young people in all sports, uh, which is really interesting. How do you leverage what you know about fitness and sport into the different skill levels? From my 13 year old daughter 
to professional athletes that you're also working with probably in the same day? No, I'm I'm very fortunate to have had that experience, and that's going back from starting off as just a uh, personal trainer to working in a a corporate setting to doing physical therapy um, and then being an athlete myself, Mm -hmm. right? So I've kind of worked the whole gamut. Um, And for me, it's everybody's got a level of fitness, a level of motivation that I like to kind of take on and be like, hey, what can I do to transform your life to be level up? Sometimes it's not just uh, accomplishing your personal goals, but setting goals that are a little bit higher, dangling that carrot in front of you and, you know, exposing things that you didn't know about yourself. Um, That to me is super gratifying. Um, You know, as far as working with pro athletes to your stay home mom, for me, they're all athletes. You know, in this world, we're all fighting or competing in some sort of sport, right? right? Somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, yeah, my daughter, uh, who is 13, I think she just slid into the gym. She was a little bit under the age, but she's been training there for a couple of years now. And uh, she comes home almost every day after training. So first of all, she decides she doesn't want to go to the gym almost every day. And then she goes, and she's super uh, stoked when she comes home and wants to talk about what she learned. And she's really motivated. Um, and a lot of that just kind of bleeds from your leadership there, whether you're teaching a class or one of your other uh, instructors is teaching a class. So there's this level of motivation. And... Anyone that knows you, I think, would say, you know, Charles is a super motivated guy. Um, what what motivates you personally um, in your relationships, raising your kids, running a business? What is it that motivates you personally and professionally? You know, from a personal standpoint, I've got two beautiful daughters. I've got a 14-year-old and a 2-year-old. Um, and I want to lead by example and show them that, hey, you know, living an active lifestyle opens up windows of opportunities so for many other things in life, right? And it's never going to be easy. Life is not easy. Right. Um, anybody who skates through life, like you said, hasn't really lived life. Sure. Right. Sure. And so I kind of embrace those challenges. And fortunately, I've had a lot of mentors in my life that kind of help guide and coach me um, how to overcome those obstacles. Yeah. And um, I want to teach my daughters to be just as impactful. You sure. know. And uh, I've made plenty of mistakes. I want to uh, use my knowledge and wisdom to, sh- to pass on to them. Um, you know, and so that my, my girls really keep me motivated from a personal standpoint. Um, in regards to a professional standpoint, man, I just really want to enhance as many people's lives as yeah. possible yeah. Um, through the fitness space, right? Um, and setting goals, whether it be lose X amount of pounds or do X amount of pull-ups or run X amount of miles, right? So we've all got personal challenges, and I want to help yeah. you Yep. Just like yourself, right. we were talking about not too long ago, like right. two weeks ago, to be able to do ultra marathons and right. uh, take on that challenge. So yeah. I try and live through that as well. I try and get out of my yeah. comfort zone a little bit and throw myself in in the dark waters. And that's awesome. Do you look at um, you, you mentioned mentoring and coaching? Do you look at mentoring and coaching as two different things? And, and, and if so, what would what would separate the two? Uh, you know, they, they almost go hand-in-hand. Hand. Coaching, as far as what I've been through, um, you know, they kind of go hand-in-hand, in, hand yeah. in my, my yeah. personal opinion. Right. Um, I take, you know, I, all of our instructors we call coaches. Yeah. Um, so in the same time when we're guiding them through, um, giving them advice, sharing our knowledge, helping critique their, their um, you know, their diets and forms and that path to uh, best path to uh, success. You're also mentoring at the same That's time, right. so they kind of go hand in hand. That's good. Um, one of the things we talk about, uh, you know, often 
and particularly as we work with veterans and service members, first responder community, people are struggling and trying to get past whatever it is they're dealing with, is the need for mentors in their lives, Absolutely. for coaches in their lives. Yeah. And a lot of people decide that they'll just do it on their own. And I don't think it's unlike that in the fitness world. There are a lot of people who are like, I don't want somebody speaking into my life. I don't want to you know, expose my weakness. Um, can you talk for a minute about the importance of coaching? Because I, I think it's, it's critical. It's not, not just in the physical, you know, the exercise space or the fitness space, but just in life, the importance of having people in your life. You know, and I think that's something that our team does very well. Yeah is we're looked at more than just fitness instructors, right. but we're coaches, we're mentors. Yeah. We you know, have great personal relationships. Yeah. Um, when things are going rough in their life, whether it be uh, their relationship with their spouse or their children or personal struggles that they're going through with, you know, not wanting to you know, get up and right. <laughs> right. Know, take right. on the day. Or That's all of us, is. right? Yeah. Right, exactly. And you know what, um, having that, you know, extra guidance somebody in your corner uh, to help motivate you and hold you accountable sometimes you're okay with letting yourself down but there's other times when I think of my daughters and I'm just like that I can't I have to get my butt up and I have to put in the work and you know some days are easier than others and most days are tougher yeah you know but uh, I embrace that and I accept that challenge and uh, you accept that as part of of life right and uh, I think that's really important is, is most people think that, you know, it's all rainbows and butterflies, which sure. is a false reality. Yeah. So, um, you know, having mentors in your life to, to crack that whip on you yeah. and to hold you accountable and keep you motivated is, is absolutely critical. So surround yourself in the right environment is, yeah. is absolutely key. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we were talking about uh, ultramarathoning a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, and that was one of the things. In fact, my wife, she came home and she was like, I was talking to Charles. And uh, he said he's done some of this. You need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. Yeah. And, and that's a big part of it, right, is it's going to be a long road, and at some point it's going to be a dark road. And Absolutely. Knowing that there are people in your corner and that you can learn from and grow from mm-hmm. um, is an incredible life principle, I think. 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, ultra marathons are one of those things where I was like, man, I, I love obstacle course racing. So, yeah. you know, all the Spartan races, but the one thing that kicked my butt was – the actual running. The running, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the racing really. part, right. So I've always naturally grown up being a sprinter, uh, very explosive, powerful, and got way out of my comfort zone and be like, okay, the only way I'm going to get better at these, you know, the, the, the beasts are just hitting the pay, you know, hitting the trails, yeah. um, putting in the time, yeah. and yeah. accepting and embracing the suck. Yeah. You know, everybody's right. always saying that. Um, but I've really learned to take that in and and it's actually a privilege Mm. you know a lot of people don't have that opportunity and for me to be able to make that you know um be presented with that that opportunity to do that is is incredible so want to make the most of it there's a lot of commitment involved uh, a lot of time dedication a lot of sacrifice from the family to my training partners Mm -hmm. it's not something you just wake up and do no no. <laughs> as, no, it's not. As you know. Yeah, because I did the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did that <laughs> it didn't too. Didn't go very well. And I saw Jesus a couple times. <laughs> uh, yeah, the commitment. But a lot of it comes back to, as you mentioned, perspective. And yeah. and I, I love that because, um, you know, whether it's in life or, again, you know, athletics, things get hard. And sometimes we forget we probably put ourselves in that position. Or maybe it is a privilege to be able to push through this, and yet we're so focused on the pain and the struggle that – that we miss just how, how blessed we are to be able to participate right. and grow and, right. and move forward. That perspective really 
I think empowers us to go. One hundred percent. You nailed it on the head. Is and, and I think that's why I take on things that I know I'm not good at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is you know, uh, that's great being good at things I'm. I know I'm good sure. at. But yeah. You know things like training for uh, an ultra marathon. I mean, fifty-one point four miles is <laughs> something I never would have right. imagined doing. Right three years ago four years because ago, it's crazy yeah, yeah yeah it's pretty insane <laughs> it's not normal and you go in some dark places and i yeah. think that correlates into my personal life where a lot of times i went in some dark places um getting some perspective and really having to deal with my personal emotions and getting some insight on who i am as a human mm-hmm. being was super super critical and i think everybody needs that yeah because once you come out of the darkness you appreciate the light more yeah right yeah um you know, and, and, and learning the fundamentals of having team there behind you, um, having the right mindset, um, being able to learn to be my own best friend. Mm. Even though at times I wanted to give up, I was sure. just like, man, yeah. why am I even this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever done, <laughs> right? Yes. So, yeah. Um, but in actuality, overcoming that and going through the finish line was just like, yeah. dude, I did it. Yeah. Never in a million years would I have ever expected to do it and right. then I accomplished it. Yeah. So it gives you some confidence in life um, and to take on more challenges. And after that, it was actually perfect for my personal life uh, from a standpoint where I was going through a lot of stuff with the business, um, going through, you know, um, a failed marriage, trying to figure out what I was going to do to provide for my daughter um, and uh, figure out what the next chapter in my life was and being able to commit and sustain the pain mentally, physically, emotionally through that ultra marathon translated into real life as well. Yeah. So I felt like that helped me, you know, overcome that and, yeah. and, and finish on top, which is super important, right? If you could um, maybe define or articulate some of those strategies that you used in real life, what are some of those strategies that you take from, from sport, from fitness, from what you've learned training others that you leverage maybe in your own life or as you're helping other people move forward when things are getting difficult what are some strategies to deal with the unexpected obstacles the difficulties you and I were talking probably we talked briefly maybe 10 months ago I don't know 12 months ago right in the middle of the COVID thing everything shut down and uh, actually I think you're going and you you talked about some of the other things you're doing and how you're adjusting and some of the the difficult things you were working through but then you just said to me this is what we do this is what we have to do and, and adjusting when life throws an unexpected curve at you is something you have to do. What are some strategies you use or you teach to others to just move through the unexpected, move through the difficulties, move through the trials? You know, there's a couple principles here that I try and apply. One of the strategies is having an open mindset, yeah. um, meaning that to be adaptable, right? You can't be fixed. Adaptable, you right. got yep. to be yep. a chameleon. Um, if you are fixed in one plane of motion, you can either move forward or move back. A lot of times you're moving backwards because yeah. you yeah. keep hitting the same wall. Um, and being able to think outside the box and be like uh, solution oriented um, is super key. Yeah. Because if A doesn't work, then you go to B. If mm-hmm. B doesn't work, you go to C. Yeah. A lot of people are going to give up. But the biggest thing about our philosophy that we try and implement is don't ever give up. Right. Period. Right. You know, there is an option. You don't there have to move fast, but you no, can't quit. Absolutely. Yeah. That qu- quitting is 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 not a uh, an option. You can go ahead and temporarily pause, but mm-hmm. keep striving to push forward. And once you break through, once you get on that other side, um, where where you held victorious, it's it's very very rewarding. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so the, the, the first thing is being adaptive. That's good. Right. I think before you move on, I think some people here be adaptable because I use that as a principle as well. One of my march or die principles when I talk about this is uh, things change. Don't be surprised when they do. Sometimes yeah. you need to change with them. But I think sometimes people hear from that, well, I just need to constantly be adjusting. You need to adjust, but don't ever change who you are. 100%. It's not about adjusting your character or who you are as a person. It's about maybe adjusting your technique. Is that? Yeah. Adjusting your technique, adjusting your perspective, yeah. um, your attitude, right? Um, I think that's been a lot of what's allowed us to kind of navigate through this pandemic yeah. is just our attitude. Right. Right. Um, being optimistic instead of looking at problems as problems where like, all right, here's mm -hmm. another opportunity to come up with a different solution, sure. right? Yeah. Time to get creative. Um, I mean, during that entire situation, um, Jen and I, my girlfriend and I, we went ahead and we were running around like crazy, like a bunch of chickens with their heads <laughs> cut off. And everybody I know is in sure. the same exact boat. Sure. Um, but she was there to help me navigate through that with some actual tangible solutions, yeah. right? For me, yeah. my head is kind of like in the sky a lot of times, sure. you know, in X, Y, Z, and she's like, no, no, no. He's going to ground you. Right, yeah. exactly. So she's really been my anchor through all this. Yeah. Um, you know, even though my, my family background is all IT and, and uh, engineering, I know nothing about technology. <laughs> right, so fortunately she was able to kind of get everything going, get us going with, the, with our Zoom boot camps, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, get our YouTube going, and that was really good. And so helped out uh, temporarily with, with a lot of uh, our members until we were able to reopen. Um, with that, we were able to adjust a lot yeah. of our internal operations. Um, so that way when we reopened, we were thriving. You know, uh, fortunately, we, we took advantage of that to kind of reassess yep. and kind of yep. took a uh, re revise our business model. Right. Um, hired on a business advisor which is something I've never really done in the past. And fortunately, he was uh, you know, able to give us very sound advice. It's getting coaching, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for the you business, know, yeah. 100%. So um, that was vital. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was key. That's awesome. So remain adaptable. It's a great principle. Yeah. What are some other principles that you would say are important? Uh, consistency. You yeah. know, consistency day in, day out. Right. Um, you know, it, it's almost like, uh, you know, from a financial standpoint, investing. You know, a lot of people want to be millionaires overnight. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It, it, you've got to trickle in every day, every month, invest, invest, and then that mm -hmm. compounding interest pays dividends down the road. Yeah. It's the same thing with anything else in life. Right. right? Um, you want to get fit. You want to get healthy. You want to get stronger. you got to put in the work every day. So um, that day in, day out mentality of, you know, you and I have talked about it. It's just uh, we, we've kind of coined the term beast mode, right? Yeah, right. Um, beast mode isn't necessarily a thing like, oh, how much can I lift for one rep? No, that's mm. that's not it. Waking up every day to be the best daddy right. can be possible, to being the best partner I can be possible, to being the best you know entrepreneur, being the best trainer possible. There's a lot of you know yeah. variables that go on behind yeah. that, and that to me is being the beast. So that's what I kind of right. flip that switch, the beast yeah. mode on. You yeah, know? that's good. So. Yeah, that's one of those phrases you use yeah. often. Yeah, it's on your branding. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The consistency. There are a lot of people who start well, they do a good job for a little while, and they just fall off. Yeah. You see it happen all the time. Yeah. I think consistency, just putting one foot in front of the other, is, is almost a superpower. It is. It <laughs> is. People aren't doing it. No, it's not. Right. And and I tell people that even in marketing, you know, they're like, oh, all right, we'll try this, and they don't stick to it, or, 
you know, the tribe this diet. It's like, I don't care what diet you do. Stick yeah. stick to it for <laughs> Pick you. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Pick one and stick with it. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, it's, it's uh, you know, committing to, to whatever principle it is and staying yeah. consistent. Yeah, that's you know? good. Um, one of the challenges... I would imagine that you as a fitness trainer, owner of a business, deal with is motivating people to do what they know they should be doing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is every person in the world probably has a pretty good idea of what they should be doing, mm-hmm. but pulling the trigger, moving beyond knowing to doing is is really, really challenging. Um, there's a friction there in life that just keeps us from doing it. It could be the bed in the morning. It could be, you know, whatever. How do you approach motivating people who know what they should be doing, but for one reason or another, another aren't doing that? How do you how do you get them over that line? How do you motivate them to do that? Because this this is where where I live as well, right? Is working with folks who are struggling with with some perspective. I can look at them and go, okay, I can see the end of the road. I know you can't see it, but I can see it, and it's possible to get there. I know that because right. we've we've walked a lot of people there, but you have to take the first step. Right. And and man, that's it. And, and then I come back to me, right? And I do the same dumb stuff. Right. Um, how do you motivate someone who wants to do right, but for some reason they just can't take that first step? Well, a lot of times when they approach us, it's already like, hey, they've come to the realization that, hey, I'm unhappy with this part of my life. Yeah. The first thing is recognizing it, accepting it, and having the courage to, to face that head on. Right. From there, I can help you. Right. Right. If you're coming at me just being like, oh, no, I don't have this problem. I don't have the well, then I can't help you. Right. 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 So that, that, that's the first step. The second thing is enhancing your quality of life. Um, how much happier would you be? How much more effective would you Just be? Painting a picture for what it would look like. Right. Yeah. You know, and then kind of reverse engineering it and understanding and be like, okay, let's set up a game plan. Yeah. What do we got to do this week? One week will turn into one month. One month mm-hmm. is a year's gone by. Yeah. We reflect back on that, all the progress that we've made. And that should keep you motivated enough. Right. Hey, in a year, if you're in the same place where you were last year, guess what? That wasn't enough. That game plan didn't work. Right. We didn't execute. What do we got to change? So, um, you know, just feeding them constant knowledge, give them that accountability, mm. but also, you know, giving them motivation um, as far as, hey, you can do it. Look at how far you've gone. Yeah. We all need encouragement. Yeah. Right. Um, looking at uh, the glasses half full versus half sure. empty. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what, you haven't lost X amount of inches, but look at how many more pull-ups you can do. Not everything is going to be, you know, um, you know, it, taking a look at performance is so key. I think that's underrated in the fitness yeah. industry. So good. Metrics-wise. How important is transparency to what you do? Transparency for the person who's coming to you. Honesty, we could say. Yeah, it, transparency is everything. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to BS you and... Uh, set unrealistic goals I mean, and, and as a person straight. who's getting help right Right, absolutely and so at the end of the day if you're cheating yourself then yeah. you know we're not going to get anywhere so I'd rather everybody throw everything on the table and, and yeah. see all the ins and outs and see how dirty things get yeah. and then we can sort through it right but um, yeah you have to be upfront, open and honest because otherwise you're just cheating yourself so yeah. which I think is why people like to go to gyms where they can just get on a treadmill and no one talks to them yeah no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> because yeah. they, they can be as honest or dishonest as they yeah. want to be. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And and there's very, I mean, let's be honest, there's very few people who actually wake up and, I can't wait to freaking work out. That's right. my favorite part sure. of the day. 
that's yeah yeah right <laughs> that's not reality yeah right but very few people can honestly say that once they leave the gym or a workout or a boot camp and they'd be like dude I feel so much better about myself right. it's getting in there and have yeah. creating the environment I think that's something that we do that's very special all of our trainers are very motivated yep. very inspiring um, and uh, you know we've got we've got a great group of other people that are in the same boat so regardless of whatever fitness level you come in right. at, you feel welcome that's great you know and that that's I think understanding that we're creating a lifestyle for them um, doing things outside of the gym as well is, yeah. is super important so building that community is everything yeah that's awesome um, we could talk all day maybe we'll do it again yes sir but for those who are listening or watching um, how can they connect with you and uh, Icon the work that you do yeah so uh, you can check us out on Facebook um, Icon Fitness Studio um, our Instagram is Icon Sports One um, you know reach out to our website it's IconFitnessStudio.com yeah. Um, and uh, give us a call and we'll be able to help you out with whatever health and fitness related questions you have and uh, yeah no, it's That's a privilege awesome. being on here with you Jeremy and definitely look forward to the next opportunity And yeah for sure yeah thanks for coming in Jen Absolutely. can't see her on the camera but she's sitting over here because we just learned that she's the brains of the operation yes so must thank you for uh, getting him in here <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, man I appreciate you guys and uh, what you do and uh, seriously you know when I look at my family and I think who am I going to allow to speak into their lives? There are only a handful of people, and uh, you guys are one of those groups of people, so appreciate it. No, thank you. Yeah, appreciate thank you. It. Those are watching, listening, thanks for doing it. Um, so many great principles to be learned. Um, don't give up. <laughs> Have the right perspective. Keep moving. Get some people in your life that can encourage you and help you and uh, really strengthen you along the way, motivate you when you don't feel motivated, and uh, you will be a better version of yourself. But more than that, you'll become the person you were created to be. And uh, that's true emotionally, that's true spiritually, uh, relationally, it's true physically. So keep pushing forward. Remember, as we remind you every week in life, when it seems like things are falling apart, you only have two options. You can march or you can die. Thankfully, the choice is always yours. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.